The Jen Feel Great Podcast. Jenny and Ian, playing music you love. I got a dog about a week and a half ago now. Little five-year-old chihuahua called Vinny. And he's the Vin man. Lo- oh, he's lovely. And he's settling in. And he's just sort of getting used to his new surroundings, getting used to living with me. And yeah. me and him, we're getting our little routines and all that stuff. Uh, however, I've noticed that there's something that I do that, I don't think he really likes that much. So if I'm cooking or I'm cleaning the house or something like that, I, I play music. It's what it's what I've always done. And if I play something a little bit melodic, if I play a bit of gem, he loves it. Like right. all the lovely music, all the great stuff. He loves like Jonas Blue and Jack and Jack and all of that. He'll lay in his bed and he's got a little smile on his face and he's really happy. Right. However, there are times when I switch it up a bit. Oh, no. And I, he's not going to like I this. I try and give him an introduction to like metal music try and educate him in you know something a bit heavier and a little bit more you know edgy and that kind of stuff because variety is the spice of life but when I do this he can't stand it so I'm like one minute I'm like listening to jam and like really good and he's in his bed and the next minute I'm like okay here we go mix it up he starts running around the room he starts barking he does not like it he's basically going shut up this isn't music turn it off he hates it he can't stand it and I think that is Vinny's pet hate about me his owner well we've all got all of our pets have pet hates about their owners yeah like our pets annoy us at times they do annoying things they do but there is a guarantee in life just like your pet Vinny don't like that about you most pets hate something about their owner. Yeah, so I think we should talk to your pets this morning. Now, you listening, thank you for listening, but this yeah. isn't for you. This is strictly for your pets. Hello, pets. Hello, Hello pets. good morning. Are you listening right now? We'd like you to text in. We do. We want you to text us right now what you hate about your owner. Oh, one's just come in from my pet Labrador, Ruby. Okay. I hate it when Ian feeds me tomatoes. <laughs> Mini tomatoes, to be precise. The texture in my mouth is too squishy and I always spit it out. He continues to feed me them anyway. No, but the thing is, Ruby, I'm sorry, but it's funny, right? What happens is you put it in her mouth, she thinks it might be a Malteser, right? (laughs) Then she she puts it in her mouth, she chews it a little bit, then she spits it back out. We all have a laugh. Let's do that. Well, now you know. This is the thing with this honesty. Now we can learn from this, can't we? Yeah, we can. I've learned that Vinny doesn't want to hear thrash metal and you've learned that your dog doesn't want to have a tomato. She doesn't want a cherry tomato. So (laughs) pets out there. What do you hate about your owner? Hi, Jenny and Ian. It's Izzy, the two-year-old Vizsla again. I hate it when we're out and my mummy fusses other dogs. Yeah, jealous. Jealous. horrible. Hi, Jenny and Ian. I'm a dog, and I hate it when my owner, Martin West, fakes throwing my ball, (laughs) and I run far for no reason. That is a fun thing to do (laughs) as a dog owner. Hi, Jenny and Ian. I'm Ace, the Alaskan Malamute, and my owner won't let me on the sofa or bed. They say I'm too big. Bless you. Hi, Jenny and Ian. Charlie the dog here. I hate it when my mummy gets out of bed in the mornings. I'm always super toasty under the duvet and she gets up and suggests something called a (laughs) wee-wee. I'm warm. What? I'm warm, woman, and I don't need that is what I always think. Love from Charlie and Laura. Hi, Jenny and Ian. It's Layla, Whisper, Seeker, Trudy, Millie, Tia and Yorkie here. Wow. Our mum will kick us out of bed several times a night claiming she's too hot. No consideration for us seven at all. Keep them coming in. Let's just dob in your owners right now. Yes. Hello, Jenny and Ian. We are four cockapoos called Dave, Poppet, Boomer and Bailey Boo. And our mum Lynn is constantly taking photos and selfies with us. Sometimes 
Sometimes we just want to go for a walk without having our photos taken. Then perhaps they'll you get you. Go for a stroll without getting packed. Yeah. Hi, Jenny and Ian. My name's Axel. I'm a French bulldog. I hate my owners not letting me take the pebbles from the fireplace and have a quiet <laughs> little chew on them. It's so unfair. That's so unfair, Axel. It's not like they paid loads of money for them. Hi, Jenny and Ian. Lola here, the domesticated long-haired cat. I hate when my mum takes me to the dog groomers for a for a bum trim. A she, bum? I don't know. She calls it a glamour sanitary style. Whatever, Mum. <laughs> Pets are so good at texting. <laughs> don't blame me for not liking that What's a bum trim? Producer Pete, do you know? What's a bum trim? Should we stop saying bum, bum trim. trim? Yeah, we stop should probably now. stop. Don't, what are you doing? Don't, don't say, say bum, bum trim. trim. <laughs> don't say bum trim, we stop said. It. The Gem Feel Great Podcast. Halloween weekend, very exciting, very nice, and Halloween on Wednesday night. Mm-hmm. Um, now, this is a great time of the year. This, this is basically where I really come into my own. You might think Halloween is just one day of the year, but it's not. Halloween is all year round in my house. The best thing about Halloween is I can do a lot of shopping for, like, my interior in my house. Right. Basic, my whole house is decorated head to toe in Halloween stuff all year round. But then that, that ruins any specialness of the actual day of Halloween, right? No, because like, why, why, why have it one day when you could have it for the rest of the year? Like, oh, you say that about Christmas? Mm, yeah, but Christmas isn't as good as Halloween. Don't be silly, come on. So I'll go into a shop and I'm like, ooh, school cups, ooh, pumpkin cups. Like when you go into Asda at the moment, there's like school plates, there's like cutlery sets with schools all over. And I'm like, yes, I'll have that for all year round. That's just weird though. Why is it? It's fine. So what do you decorate your house with on actual Halloween if it's already decorated? Don't need to, do I? So it's just there. As well. Yeah. I had so many trick-or-treaters at the weekend because they've obviously been looking at my house from the street like looking peering in through the window and going oh if this is that what she does in like July imagine how much she likes Halloween in October you are like the sort of person that keeps the Christmas tree up all year (laughs) yeah yeah you're right it's the same thing but better because the Christmas tree is an eyesore whereas like a nice little like skull (laughs) ornament on the side or like a horror film poster framed on your wall that is classy that is real nice look if you're decorating at the moment maybe you're like oh I need some inspo and you're on Pinterest and you're looking for all the stuff that you want get yourself down to any supermarket Don't go to the to halloween section you can get tablecloths you can get plates it's stunning it's very autumnal that orange and black the yeah, colors are, go very are. well <laughs> it's good stuff Don't listen to jenny because this this is definitely not a decent uh, interior design tip well. from you because halloween is one day of the year yeah you put your stuff up in the morning mm. you take it down on the night oh, and it's a done deal you're a halloween scrooge aren't you you've been in my house is it? it's lovely isn't it it's all right yeah it's fun there you go nice and friendly and welcoming jenny and ian play music you love gem. listen to gem at home alexa play gem radio play music you love With Joe and Sparky. Weekdays when you wake up. Which Corrie character visits the Rovers as a customer the most before half-term sweepstake? We launched it a couple of months ago. Everyone, every member of the team has been eagerly watching Coronation Street every day since. Yeah, Joe, I'm sure this is like a mini marketing campaign from you to get us to watch more Corrie. And what a lovely joy, what a joy it's been. But we left you to it, so you could do all the tallying. Yeah, once again. During the sweepstake. Not everyone's been pulling their weight for this particular sweepstake. (laughs) However... And know what you're thinking. 
because we do and we have to put our hands up and admit that we do have a history oh. of shambolic sweepstakes. I mean, they were always fun, but getting an out-and-out out winner... Well, thank you. Did it take six different sweepstakes that were all rolled over for various reasons before we actually gave our first sweepstake prize away? Yeah, right. and the yellow uh, boots World Cup sweepstake was not fun. That was really strange. <laughs> actually, it was a shambles. <laughs> but I didn't mean, enjoy that tournament at all. Watched a lot of football, though, so that was good. I mean, but look, here we are now, then uh, trying to find out the results of the which Corey character visits the Rovers as a customer at the most before half-term sweepstake. Shall we do it, Joe? Before last night's episodes, there were five different characters that could have gone to the Rovers last night and could have been winners. Right. I love it that we're all sitting on our TVs waiting for someone to go in the pub on a soap opera to win a competition. Is there anything more beautifully British than that? Props to Rita, who made a last-minute push as she had two points with two Rovers visits wow, yesterday. Wow. Retirement's good since she's uh, sold the cabin, right? Oh, she still works. Though. She still works. Thanks she's for watching. Still, she's still working, Rita. <laughs> she's still working. Really? She's 98. Let her have a rest. Working. I mean, come on. Let's see someone pull up a chair for her. Blimey <laughs> hell, Rita. Grafter. She's on her feet all day. She's a grafter. However... Do we or do we not think we've got an outright winner? I'm not that confident. <laughs> Looking at your face, it doesn't give me confidence, Joe. Right, come on. The winner. The, the winner. The winner of the Corrie Drinker's sweepstake is Daniel Osborne. Yeah! Kim, Tim, Ken's lost, long lost, I can't speak, I'm so excited, we've got a winner. Son. Ken's long lost son is the winner with seven Rovers visits wow. since we wow. started this. But Love he's so drink. skinny. How is he drinking that much beer? Do you think he's doing uh, gin and slimline? Oh, I don't know. Gin and slimline probably tonic, gin and slimline boy. <laughs> He's the winner. So, Tim from Leicester, you, my friend, have won a sweepstake with no fuss, no rollover, no shambles. Oh, brilliant. You have actually won a sweepstake on this show. Yes. Tim, well, you have won. Oh, yeah. Well. What have you won? The... Because he's won the sweepstake. Yeah, no, but yes. what... <laughs> Now, what has he won? Because today is winning day. What no. are we sending him? But now Paul's been in charge of getting this prize. Didn't you set a deadline as well, Joe? Like I'm sure last week on the show you were like, Paul, you need to get a prize, you need to get it sorted, and you need to get another one that you're paying for for your slack. Sure, we had to give him an on-air disciplinary, and rightly so. So, what is the prize that the company are paying for? Okay, Gem have very generously agreed to buy Tim an ornamental vintage teapot yellow house uh Rover's Return. Yeah, it's a it, magnificent it teapot. I've just seen the teapot in the shape of the Rover's Return. Tim, keep that for 20 years. That's an antique. That's going to go... That's a beauty. Well, I mean, it is vintage. It's second-hand and it's 12 quid, so, you know. <laughs> We're giving don't... away second-hand prizes, Paul. Vintage, vintage. Sorry, sorry. Not vintage. Upcycled. Don't now, say second-hand. Here's the exciting bit. Tim, you've got that. The, t the Rover's Return teapot is yours. Ooh. What is the prize that producer Paul is paying for in that... his own money from his own cash? For his own slack. His kid won't even get a present this year <laughs> because of this... I'm very generously agreeing to buy Tim a Newton and Ridley beer mat actually from the set of the Rovers Return. Now, 
This is this is but it's from the set. Yeah. So it's Jen. This is, is it though. Yeah, but here's the, on their here's the thing. You've got a bid for this. What? It's 99p it now, but you've got to actually bid for it. So you've got to win this. So whatever this goes up to, you have to win it. Because you've, you've declared it yeah. on air, actually. I suppose that's it, Joe. He's declared that yeah. this is the prize. So, so what's the bet? Just to teach him a lesson, Sparky, do we go in at 40 quid? <laughs> <laughs> I ain't paying 40 quid for a beer mat, Joe. What? I mean, no, because he has to outbid us. But to one. Tim, yeah. those are oh, your prizes. We'll keep you posted well. on the bidding of the beer mat. Tim, you've got a 45 quid beer mat on the way. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is Jim. The Jen Feel Great Podcast. I feel like it's our job sometimes, Sparky, doing this show. We have a responsibility to teach people lessons and uh, gather your kids around the radio now like you used to in the old days. Gather, let all sit down because... It's important to do something when you're asked at that time, isn't it, Joe? And I feel like there should be consequences to people's... Naughty right. actions. You're getting a bit, Miss, uh, you know, like that teacher lady that's in charge of it. Well, I'm happy to be. You can sit on a naughty step, Paul. To cut a long story short, we had a sweepstake based on Coronation Street. Producer Paul was in charge of the prize. He kept putting it off and putting it off and saying he was doing it and didn't do it. So it turned out that the prize we are, one of the prizes we're giving away. Paul has to pay for himself. Out of his own pocket. Ridiculous. Now, he thought he'd conned us by going online, finding a Newton and Ridley uh, Coronation Street beer mat from the set of Coronation Street, which he found for 99p. However, what, what a he, lovely piece of memorabilia. I mean, a lovely didn't. bit of coronation memorabilia, but Paul, what you've not failed to realise, it's not a buy it now for 99p. So it's open. Well, I read it wrong, didn't I? Yeah, but yeah, I don't get a grip about it now. Your job is to read stuff. Like, we talk stuff, you read stuff. That's the joy of this is that he ha- he is going to have to buy this beer mat. It started at 99p. Because yeah. of you being amazing, you have pushed the price of this beer mat right up. Oh, it's just gone to 11.50, Yes, Jess. has it? What is <laughs> happening? Just gone- Look, I mean, it'd be really selfish if someone put the link on the Gem Instagram page for you to go onto eBay. I mean, it's on the Instagram stories at Don't. Gem. Play Gem Radio. If you see that and... Here's my worry. Bid on it. There is going to come a price where he just 12 throws 50, his... 1250 sorry. Oh, 13.50 around the room. Stop sorry. bidding on it. There will be a price where he just refuses to buy. <laughs> so we be really careful here because we are, we're pushing the price up to teach him a lesson. I endorse that. But let... Like, if it gets silly money, Paul will 16 not... Pounds. Yes! Oh, 16 no. pounds! It's a piece of cardboard! Anything better than what's 16 the limit, guys? The, what's what the limit more? to teach him a lesson? What's the 300? 300? <laughs> I'm joking, that's no, a joke. Hold on. 35. He needs to pay his bills. He, has, like, he actually does need to pay his Is rent or mortgage. Is the limit 35? 35 quid? Hold on, let me just... What? 22 pounds, sir! Oh, We're come on! Online at 22 pounds! Well, I'm just saying, Going really, no. this is a fun game, <laughs> but there's three days left on this auction, and there will be a price that Paul refuses to pay, so please be careful whilst having this fun game. I hate this job. Because I now don't know who's learning lessons, because I've started sweating. I'm loving this. I mean, is this a new game, a new feature on the show? Bankrupt producer Paul. Play Gem Radio on Instagram. £27, sorry, Jess. £27. Oh, wow. £27. Paul! Get your credit card. £24.99! <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, right, stop now. Please stop. This is Gem. 
good morning. <laughs> Another shambles of a sweepstake. How have we that. done it again? <laughs> the Gen Feel Great Podcast. Isn't it brilliant when you get into work and your mate goes, oh, got a bit of scandal for you. Oh, this is scandal. <laughs> Joe's got Do you ever scan- wake up, Spark, and you realise your whole life's a lie? <laughs> Well, yeah, but I mean, with this subject in question, I feel like we all know it's a bit of a lie, don't we? But when you've got How full, dare you? okay, but when you've got foolproof evidence of a brilliant scam, this is a scandal. And I'm, I'm sit down. If you stood up now, sit down because you ain't going to be able to, wow. to cope with what we've got to tell you right now. Absolute nonsense. At X Factor, they all flying off to judges' houses. Yeah. Now, this is not. By the way, that that's not really their houses. That's not their houses. Like that's it, Mum. We worked that out many, many years ago. Joe, I'm having to watch X Factor. I've had to watch X Factor this weekend. My mum's started. Re- she's up visiting. She's recording stuff on my Virgin box, <laughs> and X Factor is one of those things. The scandal is this: the contestants were filmed in first class, lying down on the you know the beds that you then posh in first class, class beds, which you always think oh, I'd love one of them, but I'm not paying ten grand. <laughs> they were filmed doing all this. Quaffing champers, having a lovely time in a first-class cabin. Lovely. And the airline tweeted, look how we're looking after these lovely X Factor contestants. The people from X Factor, yay. You're not going to believe it. What? They only did the filming in there and then they were shoved back in economy. They sent them back. They sent them back with us real muggles into the economy. So so for the TV, you would think... It's all fake, that's fake. What an amazing... It's all fake. No way. Well, shove back in economy where you get less room than when you're transporting sheep. That's a fact. <laughs> that is an actual fact. Don't even get me started. Don't talk about Don't get me started. No, no one mentioned Inhumane in economy. Inhumane. Don't recline your seat in front of me. How dare our future star be treated like that, whoever that may be. <laughs> oh, that's it. Will. Name me one X Factor contestant that's through to lives. Dave from La- Carlisle, I yep, don't Yeah, probably. Know. We don't, none of us know, but that's not the point we're making here. The whole thing is fake. What? You're living a lie, guys. X-factor. You're fake. living a Expector. Yeah, never knew it. I cannot believe it. Wow, you've blown that wide open for me, Thanks for listening to the Gem Feel Great Podcast. Hear more by listening to Gem on 106FM and DAB across the East Midlands. And across the UK on the Gem app and your smart speakers. Gem.